Here we go. Hello guys. Hello dear Starshine. So glad you're here. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. My name is Christina. For those of you who are new, my I am an acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are very significant to us star seeds, way showers, and new paradigm visionaries. We have uh, abilities and perceptions that are very different than the rest of humanity. Um, and we see things and experience things that are extremely unique to us. So we are here for um, to talk about those things. And I'm here to give the most liberated perspective to the best of my ability <laughs> on these topics and issues. And uh, every time that we get together and come to these um, come to these discussions, I feel like many people get freed up from the shackles of things that are weighing them down or taking up a lot of their bandwidth. So I'm super stoked to be able to serve humanity in that way and also get my rant on because there's so many things to talk about, <laughs> especially now, guys. So those of you who are here, say hello. Let me know that you're here. Let us know where you're from. Hey, Polly, darling, how you doing? That's Polly from New York. And then, uh, and then, uh, then we'll get going. Um, if you guys really love these chats, I do encourage you to comment, like, and subscribe. And, uh, and, and share with people that you think might also be interested in these topics and issues. It really helps us get the word out. Um, I guess there's algorithms and stuff that happen and the more engagement that happens in that way, um, the, the more the algorithms seem to like you. <laughs> so hello, dear Carol, hello from Minnesota. All right. So there have been some conversations going on in our groups and there was a post that I put out. It was actually on my personal page first. And that was um, pay attention to what these what these wars are distracting you from. OK, and I had a whole bunch of different kinds of uh, responses to that. And then I also felt like, you know, I really should post it to our Starseed community as well. So I um, posted it into our Rise group. And uh, I'm not sure if Telegram got it or not. But anyway, it, it ended up generating some conversation and people expressed interest in talking about, well, let's let's share what we think the um, the distract what we're being distracted from. Right. And so there's lots of different ideas, different angles and stuff like that. So I wanted to um, share with you guys the curate from the curated information that I get exposed to the kinds of things that I think could be the potential big reasons, big, uh, you know, juicy elephant in the room that they want to distract everybody. Ooh, ooh, ooh. actually, before I dive down that rabbit hole, there's a few other pieces that we need to cover. <laughs> so let me pause, take a breath and say hello to dear Starling Starshines. Hello, dear Tony. Great to see you too. Let us know where you're coming from. Hey, Laurel, good to see you from BC. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take a breath. So as I said in the beginning, you know, us star seeds, visionaries, awakened ones, maybe you want to call it, um, multi-dimensionals. Uh, there's all sorts of um, labels, right, that we that we prescribe to or feel like we resonate with. In general, you know, what we're describing is a human that is uh, awake and aware to other levels of existence that are influencing our here and now moment, right? It's like we become awake and aware of timeline trajectories, 
and wake and aware of who we are beyond the human experience. Maybe we have some past, a couple past life recognitions or memories. Maybe we have a very active dream time where, or maybe we have exospecies relationships. That means we have relationships with non-human consciousness, like, um, oh, like different um, interdimensional races of ETs or other creatures like Sasquatch or nature devas, or you see what I mean? We have, uh, we have abilities to engage on these other levels. Now, all these levels, and we're also aware how all these levels, nesting dolls of engagement, all are contributing into our here and now moment, our here and now 3D experience, what we call the mundane world, right? So when you are aware of these levels like this, we're liberated in a lot of ways from being trapped in narratives. Not that, the, not that we still don't get trapped by narratives, because we do, but they, uh, but it really, it's only like the really highly weaponized stuff that gets us. And what do I mean by weaponized? I'm talking about information wars. I'm talking about information being given to us specifically to trigger an emotional response. Okay. Now, no matter how awake and aware you are, when you are getting bombarded with messaging like this, we are because we're sensitive on top of everything else you know we're going to react we're going to have a, a knee-jerk reaction um like it's meant to it's meant to cause a knee-jerk reaction so you know being a multi-dimensional i like that phrase uh i've also heard full spectrum human i like that phrase too uh you know we we are dealing with this this massive uh war informational wise 4d wise and we are, you know, trying to avoid those landmines, right? And there's a lot of them on all sides of the fence, on all sides of the narrative. Now, you guys heard me talk about the canopy, the 40 canopy. And um, that's actually what our logo is. It's the triangle with the canopy and the rays coming in. This is uh, what I want to talk with you guys today. I want to, it, this is kind of like decoding the programs, um, the 4D programming. Because what's, what happens, how this drains our energy, whether we are fully buying into it or not, it actually creates that we have to engage in some way to, uh, uh, you know, we have to engage in some way. And when we are engaging in the way as far as digging for more information so we can have an understanding, that's draining life force, attention, energy further into the very complex narrative, which, you know, none of us can truly know for sure because we're not all, all there and politics and media and so and so is the last thing they're about is truth, right? And transparency. <laughs> Hopefully we agree on that one. So, so uh, what I'm getting at is that, you know, there's another way that's really efficient that we could be also um, a tool in our toolbox to help us navigate this 4D warfare. And, uh, and, and so I want to talk to you guys in the, in the sense of like of telluric awareness, because telluric awareness, all you really need to know is how you feel inside what's happening inside while you're engaging whatever, whatever the narrative is, whatever the energy is. Okay. And what's really great about that is that we don't need to spend much time at all, if any, on any kind of story. We can just dive right into the feeling of what's happening and our inner knowing guides us instantly, right? 
like those of us who are stars, you know, that resonate with star seeds, multidimensional. We knew there was a major shenanigans going on from the moment the lockdown happened, right? We knew <laughs> to stay the hell away from hospitals, stay the hell away from doctors. It's like we knew instantly, like, it's time to do everything we can to keep up our health and wellness and spend as much time in nature as possible. That's what most of us, that's what most of us did. Yeah. You know, those of us who had that available were very fortunate. And those um, that, you know, maybe did not have it so available, you know, it was still a priority. You still made time for it. You still um, made plans to do that vacation or, you, you know what I mean? We all mitigated in the way that we, our inner knowing guided us. And that was take care of your health, take care of your well-being. Uh, and a lot of people were getting downloads and, you know, things like, so the awakening had deepened an awakening for us. We didn't necessarily have any facts or narratives to put our finger on these things until later, of course, it started to come out. We just knew early on that there was something going on because you could feel it telurically, even though inside the body, even though the mind had nothing to point at, the mind had no story. And of course it was a crazy, crazy <laughs> time uh, experiencing censorship over the top, right? I mean, there was like, it became very um, unnerving and even scary to engage with people online with information or things that you were thinking about because then, you know, you'd get targeted and all this kind of other stuff would happen, right? So this, this 4D manipulation, this collective consciousness manipulation, this is weaponized. Um, I believe someone, I can't remember who, who said it, but I like the way that was said. It was this information, it's military grade pop propaganda. And that is on all sides of the fence. So that's not just about the you know what and the you know what's, but also the Russian uh, Ukrainian thing. And also uh, the whole, oh, what was the, the, the black hat, white hat game, right? There's this whole underground narrative from the Q people. There's a whole underground narrative from the Trumpers and from the different conservative groups and from different, you know, there's all these different um, agendas playing out. So when we can let go of the need to go into the war zone, as in go into the information gathering stage, <laughs> right? We can just, you know, recognize one that's satiated. We don't need to do it anymore. Then we can use our experience that that is diving in and, and reflect and feel what's happening telurically. If you're getting a piece of information and you are outraged, you're getting manipulated. If you're getting a piece of information and you're angry, you're being lied to. Okay. So two, two big, two big red flags. And I encourage everybody to check out, um, on, it's on YouTube and I can't remember her name, but it had to do with astroturfing. I posted a link to it, um, in our groups and she talks about astroturfing, what it is, how often it's used. And she paints this picture of companies um, funding deep research, um, research groups to find out who you are, to who I am, find out what we want, find out how we relate to these things. What do we need to hear for us to be swayed in one direction or another? They, they study us. They study us deeply. And believe me, Facebook is a wonderful tool to study somebody. right? <laughs> so they study us. And then they set up narratives and they set up groups, false groups of people that look like everyday schmoes, but they're actually getting paid to blog, to post on social media, to act like this person and that person, right? 
on social media and create conversations and create controversies where there aren't any, all this stuff. Mind you, this video came out in like 2016. Okay, so before the pandemic bullshit, this was, everybody knew about this, right? Or it was the information about this was out there. And the examples that she used was when you tried to research a pharmaceutical and its effectiveness and the safety and all this stuff. When you go online to research that, you're not going to get any information that isn't already curated and paid for by the makers of the pharmaceutical. It's like the whole game is rigged. So no matter how much research you do, you're going to be exposed to the information they want you to have. And she included Wikipedia in her list of sites that actively um, actively engage in getting paid to edit or censor or, or slant information about people. People aren't even allowed to update their own their own profiles that are on there, you know? So, so I encourage you guys to check that out because at the very end of that video, she talks about the three red flags to look for when um, you're being astroturfed. And when you read, when you realize what it is, and then you look at what's going on right now, it's like, holy crap, that is the only kind of information that's out there these days. All right. No matter what kind of narrative you're prescribing to so that means liberal, conservative, left, right, red, blue, uh, alternative theories. There's all different kinds of alternative theories. Um, oh, gosh, now I can't remember all their names, but there's a lot of really um, well-known uh, figureheads in YouTube or personalities in YouTube that are like insiders and stuff that share information. A lot of it is aligned with Q kind of stuff. A lot of it's aligned with, you know, um, everything you know about history is a lie kind of stuff. Even though, yes, that's true. Everything we know about history is a lie. But then because that's the truth, you're primed to believe their version of the history they want to show you. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> so there's there's nowhere you can get the truth on the level that we want it to have an informed idea of what's going on. Okay, so there's that level of a game happening. And at the same time, there's awakening of consciousness happening. And this is coming back to those multidimensionals. It's like we see things in a very different way. Therefore, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, we're in a different relationship to the warfare. And wait a minute, there's another piece in there I want to say first. Oh, wow. This is resistance. It's either mine. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Hello, darling. Good to see you. All right, so the multidimensionals and their different relationship to this information, we are waking up more and more and more in larger numbers, which means the larger collective is waking up more and more and more. So this kind of manipulation that has worked before is starting to not work anymore, okay? So right now they're playing the same old game with the russia narrative russia ukraine narrative they're playing the same old game and the thing is people though as outraged as they are about the behavior the last thing we want is war so when they were putting that information out about nuclear war they're trying to prod the people to say we have to protect ourselves let's bomb first but the collective is not budging we do not want war now don't Look for some outer proof about that. Feel inside of yourself. Feel inside of yourself into the collective, and you'll see that the hearts 
as in a larger um, context, do not want war. Okay, so they're gonna we're gonna watch how hard they push to get it. All right, so circling back around to um, okay, circling back around to the different things that I've noticed in the media that um, are potentially reasons why they would manufacture this drama um, to distract us, right? And you guys, you have your own ideas about what they're trying to distract us from. I would love to hear you in the comments. Please let us know what is your particular um, uh, ideas about what we're being distracted from. Because it was interesting reading the responses. There was people all over the map on this. And uh, and this this whole thing uh, really progressed for me when I was looking into it because we had the I saw the U.S. side of the propaganda and they were saying that Putin was propaganda ing all that which you know pot calling the kettle kettle black <laughs> so and then I saw a post from an associate or I say an acquaintance of mine who is living in Russia he's a Sasquatch contactee. He's written tons of books, lots or uh, lots of research, you know, really, really knowledgeable guy. Um, so he has a multidimensional abilities as far as, you know, he's been cultivating this relationship for so long with Sasquatch and uh, researching and collecting data and all that good stuff. And his narrative, it was mixed in with his personal experiences. And he wanted to, he reached out to the family, the Sasquatch family to say, hey, I think there's a misunderstanding about what's going on here because, and he um, cited that, uh, he cited the narrative that Russia's um, putting out, which is we're here to protect our settlers. They're, um, they're attacking our settlers in certain uh, places, big cities have been infiltrated with a really, with a really nasty regime and they're attacking people that are not Ukrainian, la 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 la. And then it's actually a humanitarian thing that Russia's coming in and doing, right? He didn't say the word humanitarian, and I'm also not telling the story exactly the way he said it, but it's it's something close to that, right? So we're doing, so he is a multidimensional being. Uh, he's, you see what I'm saying? He's one of us, and that is the, that's the narrative that he's resonating with. Now, now come to take that kind of narrative here in the U.S., and no matter how multi, how open we might think we are, right? No matter how open we might think we are, we're going to be like, no, that's wrong because Putin is evil or, you know, they're attacking sovereign boundaries where you, you see what I'm saying? The problem is, is that that narrative that's being told has the people saying it have no moral authority to be saying it. Because if you look at the United States, us saying this is backfiring in the bigger world stage because you have us invading Somalia. That was a sovereign nation. We didn't need to invade, did we? Yes, killed lots of people. Then you then you have the terrible crisis, the, the humanitarian crisis caused in Yemen. Again, United States not only invaded Yemen, they are funded, <laughs> the um, United Emirates with, with, this is Hillary Clinton, armed um, United Emirates with let endless rockets and bombs to continue the attack in Yemen, right? That's the U.S. again, colluding and, and destroying an entire nation, a sovereign nation. And then you have us and and uh, us and uh, uh, Iraq, right? We convinced the entire world with a lie that we had to, inv we had to invade because he was going to drop nuclear bombs on us. 
Colin Powell before he died said that was his number one regret is, is going before the councils and United Nations and pitching that narrative because he knew it wasn't true. Okay. So who are we, the United States, to say anything about Putin? You know what the difference is between Putin and the U.S. regime is that he's open about being a thug. He's open about, you know, he's about populism. He's, is he not? <laughs> I mean, it's all about, it's all about, you know, the oligarchy. It's, and, and the interesting thing about him, and I love what David Wolf said, is that Putin actually came up from very humble means. He suffered greatly as a child and grew up a thug, a street thug, and rose to power. So who we think is being painted as a thug is not, you know, is not actually um, meant to give us information about who he is. We're giving information to tell us how we should feel about him, right? Now that kind of manipulation, whether you're aware um, intellectually of these other things about him doesn't matter because you can feel it in your body when you hear the information. It's like a punch in the gut. It's like a tightening in the lower body. You know, that, that's how I feel it. But you're going to feel it in a different way. Some people will feel like they can't breathe or their throat has is being squeezed. This these kinds of tells are far more important than pursuing hunting down the truth, hunting down the information. OK, far more important. All right. So we have people chiming in about their narratives. So let's Let's go in and, and let's go in and, and see what we've got here. So uh, welcome, welcome, Andrew and Danielle. Welcome, welcome. The narrative is changing on COVID now that everyone is distracted with the war. Yes, I, that's actually on my list too. I don't know if you guys noticed that there's all, there's um, a dear, I can't remember the Starshine's name. He's calling it narrative 2.0. And that is where now it's, now it's completely understandable and acceptable to publish studies that contradict the narrative. So now there's studies going out about how cloth masking doesn't work. And now there's studies coming out about the horrific damage that has happened to, um, to unborn babies. Um, the, um, the, the number of spontaneous abortions, they call it, is as way more is astronomical to what they said. I mean, there's all sorts of studies coming out by mainstream sources. So now you're no longer, you know, it's okay to say these things. You're not going to get banned or deplatformed. So there's some sort of policy around the um, narrative has certainly changed. There's also um, more information. Oh, and to add to it, the other thing to the COVID uh, narrative, they're distracting the fact that this month, is the month that the first 70,000 pages of the Pfizer safety data gets released. Where is that anywhere? No one's talking about that. You know, yeah, I mean, someone, it takes time to shift, sift through it all and find out what it's saying, but nobody's, nobody's on it. Nobody's researching it. You know, you know, what, what papers? <laughs> Uh, so I'm with you, Andrew. Um, Andrew also says Bill Gates even said natural immunity is superior to vaccines. Yes. And that that actually has been coming out more, too. And I'm really happy to see that. And then. Oh, all right. So and, and hold on a second. Andrew is on a roll here. Hold on. Let's get let's keep going. And you guys let us know if you agree or, or do you feel like there's certain there's slants to this. All right. Then he also says and Sweden just posted a study on 225 saying that vaccines actually do permanent alt, um, permanently alter DNA. Yes, I heard that one, too. Now that's now that we're distracted, they're releasing information that is much 
closer to the truth. Agreed, agreed, agreed. All right, then um, here, let's give Gina a chance to chime in. She says, if you watch Australia Sky News, they showed video of Russian shoulders crying, saying how they know they have been brainwashed and how they regret being there. I know, I know. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's extreme. I know, I know, right? I saw one one video where there was an alleged Russian soldier crying. Oh, oh same thing trying um, while given food and drink. Yes. So that might be the video, but what, you know, there's something, there's a reason why someone wants to show you that information. You see what I mean? There's a reason why they want that clip. That clip is hitting an emotional cord for the next step of the narrative to be fed. Right. All right. Uh, wait, let me go back to. All right. All I can see is Putin's side. Also, I can see Putin's side. It was the U.S. who went into Ukraine in the first place to format. Yeah, to, uh, yeah, to form dissent. Absolutely, Putin is having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And if you guys don't know that the U.S. does that, read um, Economic Diary of a Hitman. That's a former agent that pretty much the book is about all the countries he went in to destroy their leadership. It's really fascinating. Uh, okay, so, but you guys see, we, there's a whole list here. So you guys can see, though, how more and more people are waking up to this information. And so, therefore, the way the narrative gets fed to us, you, you know what I mean? It has, we're not quite as hooked in. All right, uh, dear sister Kitty says, I don't listen to any BS. I just felt into the division. Um, only see some large rewrite on large scale, like laws on trying to make more control false faces we are we and they is the same game it is we exactly it is we and they is the same game um wars make money that's true they do all right anyone who is against the war but has a 401k is directly supporting the war <laughs> the top investment in nearly all 401ks accounts is directly in warmongering companies yeah so what it is is that those investments are in investment companies and these investment companies are investing in another kind of portfolio and that is that's where the a lot of the those um those comp uh, uh, defense contractors would be deep companies that build weapons yeah so all right yeah the alleged russian soldier crying smell all right so that person thinks it's crap the, the Russian crying, the Russian soldier crying I'm about the alleged Russian. Blah, 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 I'm, I'm at a point where I don't believe a word any of them say. Exactly. That's exactly where we need to be. And that is where you become liberated, my friend. When you when you tune into this information, no matter where it's coming from, if it's if it's left or right or, or alternative or not or whatever, you go in already with the assumption that it's being released with an agenda and it's not about the truth. It's about what the program is they want you to have. Then when you go in with, into these sources with that attitude, you're you're liberated. You can ask different questions, right? Yeah, and, and it hits you in the gut. Exactly, exactly. So as soon as information comes by and you get a gut punch in it, now you know. That's that's the big that's the big piece. It's like, okay, manipulation right there. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so the other the one other thing I want to point out, and this one is uh is from I can't remember, it's a New Zealand guy. He's in one of the voting videos I posted in the comments up to this chat in the group in the telegram group and in the rise group 
and he talked about, I looked it up and uh, found the article that announced this event happening. So I followed up with just a little bit of research to see if it was really going on. And that is the WHO has solidified their position of authority by going into a treaty with the, um, with the European Council and NATO countries. Now, I don't know you guys, I don't know if you guys recall a comment being made and I don't follow the news. It's crazy. I even know this. Some, it was in a clip somewhere where Nancy Pelosi was saying how commenting on how remarkable the um, how unified all the countries of NATO are right now. OK, so simultaneously with that wonderful galvanization of those countries, they are going into a treaty with the WHO called the International Treaty for Pandemic uh, Prevention and Preparedness. OK, so that so that gives the WHO authority over health policies and choices when emergency pandemic happens, something similar to COVID. See what it is. They learned a lot from COVID. They saw where all the holes are. <laughs> they saw where all the holes are. And now they're up in the game. And uh, and remember, this is a construct that exists on paper, but also uh, with humans all agreeing that it's so. Now, it is possible to unwind the larger nesting dolls of energy that is supporting that collective congruency, okay? It's because that collective congruency is not truly in resonance and alignment with the with peace on earth, with the well-being of mankind. You see what I'm saying? We are waking up to the truth of who we are. That means all these power structures on, on the galactic level and all these nesting dolls into our here and now are shifting and changing and they're not, they're not supporting the systems that they used to support. So these guys, this is, this is the next level of power grab that we're seeing. And if you guys really want to dive into this topic, I encourage you to check out Rosa Corey. She does some, she did some wonderful, wonderful research. It goes, I mean, most of her, um, the height of her work was really 2012, 2016, but she, you know, she totally um, came out with a new level, um, I think around 2019, and then she passed not that long ago. So uh, I encourage you guys to check out her work. She maps out how they're able to organize a corporate coup. It's an administrative coup to government authorities. Okay. It's fascinating what she has to say. Very conservatively slanted. Just know it is it is conservatively slanted, but um, the information itself is very real, and it makes total sense because when I hear her talk, my body, my body just starts to relax. My shoulders go down, and I can take a deep breath, and I'm like, ah, you know. So my body's responding to her information, as in there's there's some there's truth that I'm hearing here. Okay. All right. Um, the papers I just saw. Okay. Um, Cosmic One asking why they all want to cripple Putin brings clarity, especially if it's true he is dismantling corruption and a Nazi regime. Sure. Yes. So, yeah, Ukraine definitely a hotbed of corruption. First, I mean, you guys had to, I hope you guys listened to David Wolf, what he had to say, because he was sharing um, some books that he's read a long time ago about Putin that were really highly critical. But he also shared information around, um, uh, it had to do with, oh, crap. now I can't remember the name and I want to mention it without, without putting the name in there. So, so 
he he had an interesting take that you know if you think about protecting you think about holding hold you know holding your own putin grew up in a suffering suffering way right i mean when you don't have food and you're living in un, 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 uh, pleasant conditions or even deep conditions of suffering, I mean, that that's a lot to bear for the human. And he rose up out of that, which means he definitely looks out for his own. So this, this narrative about the, um, you know, the, they're using the the label Nazi, right? Because that triggers emotion. But really, it's if you take away Nazi, so it doesn't trigger that that connection, and instead go to corruption, dismantling corruption. Notice what your body does. Okay, when you hear Nazi, it's like <gasps> right. When you hear corruption, it's like you know it shifts. And and David was so um, wise to point out Pelosi's son, John Kerry's son, Biden's son all got in very deep trouble in the Ukraine with um, not just drugs and, and partying and stuff like this, but extortion. People were paying them to make introductions to their powerful parents, right? So the oligarchy, uh, uh, the oligarchy way of life is alive and strong in the, U- in the Ukraine, okay? This is a cultural thing the eastern bloc is like this there it's more like tribalism it's not about democracy in any way and Putin doesn't pretend to be about democracy he can care less about that <laughs> right he's about you know his own nationalism um, and, and so when you look at that it, it really validates that idea about there's a hotbed of corruption going on and and he's and the gangster is making his move to put to stamp it out Notice what your body does when I say that kind of thing. That actually, you know, not only does it make sense, but there's like a space in the in the abdomen, right? So please, I know it seems like it's simple, but it's not when we're not paying attention. When we don't pay attention to what's happening to our body when this when information comes, then uh, we are prone to reaction. And when we react, we're out from behind our eyes, we're, we're losing energy, we're getting siphoned. And then, then, you know, even the best of us can get sucked in into draining, draining energy that way, right? So when we pay attention to what we feel first, when we hear a piece of information, we stay home, we stay behind our eyes, we stay in our bodies, and we're not as susceptible to the, you know, to what's going, to the, um, to the programs. And as we waken up out of our consciousness, we have to wake up out of these programs. We have to, or else there's, there's no, there's no timeline trajectory where we can stay in these programs and be open and liberated to the truth of who we are. Right. There's, there's just no way. So these programs are layer after layer, after layer, after layer, after layer, like Richard Hoagland said all those years ago, the lie is different at every level. So there's all these nesting dolls participating, create are creating in our here and now moment. And the lie we tell ourselves that keep us cut off or shut off from different aspects of who we are in these nesting dolls, right? <laughs> Think about it like that. All right. Uh, dear Andrew says, Zelensky jailed his runner up and all of the leaders of that party after the election ukraine yeah ukraine is corrupt yeah i heard that about he so um zelensky persecuted politically his opposition well what you know that's out of the nazi handbook so but that 
if you look what the U.S. does, that's also out of the Nazi handbook. You see what I mean? So who's behind the whole Nazi thing? Nazi is just the most recent, you know, it's just one of the incarnation of a, a kind of consciousness, right? We call it Nazis because that's the infamous, but that's only that's only one identity. There's many people that have, have worn that identity that use these tactics. These tactics are not new. These tactics are very well planned out and organized. And, that's, and so feel into that. Where does that take you? Yeah. See, for a lot of you, that's taking you even off of this atmosphere, right? You're noticing there's something even beyond in the interdimensional realms that are participating in these control systems. So just notice what happens. What's going on in your body when you have that idea happen? When you have the idea that these, these control systems have interdimensional sources, Okay, so for some people it's panic, but in other people it's like, wait a minute, yeah, right? So once you start going into the interdimensional realms, you are a master creator. So you can actually start de-engineering, deconstructing your part that you played in allowing those systems and being so. Some of us helped build those systems. Some of us dreamt those systems into being. Some of us, you see what I mean? Um, we're the we're the we're the um, primary inventors when you go into these interdimensional realms that are outside time and space, right? So you start as you integrate who you are as a non-human being, you start having uh, abilities to touch these places and make different decisions, change the movement, the the light body information, change the blueprint. We can quite literally go change the blueprint and completely change our timeline trajectories. So. So once the so it's a beautiful thing to start to feel this information that's coming to us, this agenda that's coming to us, and then the structures behind that, and then you can actually start going into the interdimensional level of those structures. Now all of a sudden you're in a place where you have total sovereignty and empowerment, okay? Because it's beyond your ego driver, it's beyond who you think you are. It's the part of you that is multidimensional. It's part of you that's infinite. Okay, which means you can trace the origins of these um, constructs from their very seed. Okay, um, I know this is abstract what I'm talking about, but just feel in the body what, what's happening when when you hear me saying these things. Some of it, don't try to understand it with the head. The head is going to give you a headache. <laughs> just, it's more about the feeling, the feeling here, right? Now. The distraction is also from not just other new stories. The distraction is also to veils that have lifted for us human beings. There are levels available to us now that we have not been available to us in long, long, long time. Okay. I'm talking like far beyond uh, even the Atlantean cultures, the land of Mu. There are levels that we have access to that we've been cut off from, from that long ago. Okay, which means there's, there's light flow, there's consciousness flowing, life force flowing to us from those levels of who we are. So there's these levels out here of who we are that we haven't touched before in a long, long time, connections to creation, connections to creator, and now they're flowing to our here and now biosuit consciousness. Okay. So again, even more pressure 
to wake up out of our programming, even more pressure to let go of the things that we think are true, let go of the things that we think are so, let go of what we think reality is, right? Intellectually, we say we're ready to let go of what we think reality is because we know it's a lie, but emotionally and energetically, it's a terrifying thing to let go of the home, the only home or the only, um, you know what I mean? What you've known for all this time. Remember here the um, the adage of um, it's better to deal with the demons you know than the demons you don't. Okay, now on an emotional energetic level, that's what that's the level of ourselves that we're facing as this higher, more um, more refined consciousness comes streaming into our field and into our being. The beautiful thing about this is that as long as we give ourselves regular time to tune in, check in, we're going to be able to lightning fast let all that stuff dissolve let those constructs dissolve from within us and then we can just be even more in our flow and in our light so it's a dance for sure because if we go full on into that other into that new paradigm frequency you know then we're we're leaving a lot of humanity behind and and, and humanity becomes you know unrelatable we can't relate to well we already have a hard time many of us relating to the average human but but um it'll it'll enhance but, but and also enhance that feeling of wanting to leave them behind and the thing is we can't because it's a we thing we all are having this happen to us together so we can't we can't just leave people behind because we have agreements to be here with other people to do this you see what i mean now if you try to undo an agreement with your ego driver, it's not going to go anywhere. The agreements can only be done on a soul level. So when I'm talking about agreements, I'm not talking about something that you're a slave to. I'm saying it's something that your soul really wanted to do and, and, uh, and have happen in this incarnational experience. Okay. So there are, there are some agreements and stuff in the Akashic level that, of course, you can resolve and dissolve because it's come full circle. The energy is done, right? But there's others that won't, won't fully dissolve or resolve because it's something that is true in your truth for the here and now being here. Now, it's so until it's not. So it's not like um, just because you discover an agreement is like this, it's gonna you're you're gonna have to go through this doom experience now. It's like no 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 no. That agreement's gonna be so until it comes full circle, and if that full circle means you waking up to a whole other level of who you are and reintegration with some non-human experience that you had, then the then the agreement's full circle. You're done with that agreement, right? So. This is what it is to live multidimensionally. You understand who you are in many different ways. And it's not, and it's, you're not defined by all these roles that we play in the outer world. And we need to stay engaged in this human world while we're opening up to the infinite inside of us more and more and more and more and more. Okay. The telluric realm is rooting for us. The telluric realm, that's the, um, the realm of um, atoms and molecules and, microbes and bacteria and viruses and crystalline beings and you know all this life that's under our skin all these systems within systems and, and same thing with the earth all these systems within systems under the crust of the earth that the, all of the foundation that life is built on is on our side and that is it's and they are um, assisting us in waking up to who we really are 
okay? All of the universe is contributing to us waking up to who we are. Now, there's some confusion because there's a, um, a false light universe that people are waking out of, and then there's this new universe coming in. The new universe coming in is what I'm talking about. The decision has already been made. That's why you're here, regardless of what the ego driver wants to do. So if you're, if you're here to be a part of bringing in the new universe, it doesn't matter how much you kick and scream about that or fight it, it's going to happen. It's just that your path of doing it is going to be painful <laughs> versus an adventure, which it can be when we're able to train our ego driver to be in alignment with the truth of who we are. Right. And that's that's the whole thing about being authentic. You'd be surprised how many people have no idea who they are. They really believe they are who they think they are. It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It astounds me sometimes. Uh, like I'll do assessments on people and people who are tuned into who they are, the assessments are always right on. And the, and usually the folks that, um, you know, that really want to, you know, it's not comfortable hearing any of the information. It's because they, they have this, this shield between them and their truth and they, and they're not able to connect with who they really are until they do, of course. So, you know, the, this is a complicated thing to wake up out of the universe wants us to wake up, so we can stay in our human form walking around this planet being here right so us doing our personal work is going to help that collective us realizing that this information war is something that we need to modulate we need to only participate enough to be able to be coherent with what the programs are for people right and then and then that's it. The rest of it is us redesigning our, our habits, our lives, where we're spending the time, we're spending our time regularly to, to clean out what's in here, to be peace, to know compassion, to know silence. The more, okay, so this is, we're the way showers. This is why we're here. It's not because we're holding, you know, we're collecting people and, and being a coach for everybody. No, it's because how we be shows the way. How you be shows the way for others. How I am shows the way for others. It's not, it's not what I say. It's not what I do. It's actually how I am inside of myself and the work that I'm doing within. All right, darlings. Okay, let's see. Let's see what else we got going on here. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. Are there any other um, pieces in here that we need to talk about? Any other narratives to to uh, to share? Uh huh. Okay. So if you guys, oh oh oh, and I gotta let everybody know. So if you guys are gonna be in the Ohio area, I'm going to be at the um, the Gift of Life. Expo in Columbus the weekend of the 12th and 13th and I'm doing two free talks um, and we're going to be talking about uh, keys to accelerating your psychic intuitive abilities and uh, and empowering yourself through dream time so those are the two um, hour talks that I'm going to be doing at that weekend and then of course we're going to have a booth so if you're going to be in the area I encourage you to come by and check it out this is the gift of life expo in columbus ohio come uh, say hi give us a hug uh, let us know who you are or reconnect that that too would be wonderful um, and then uh, the weekend after that i'm going to be in erie 
PA at a psychic advisor thing. So uh, you guys are welcome to come to that as well. I think, I'm not sure, but I think the admission to that one is for free. Um, I, I'm really I'm itching to get out and reconnect on a human level these days. I've, I've kind of had enough with, with Zoom and, and, and videos and, you know, this has kind of like been an intense way of life for the past two years. And, and I really need to get out and, and have some human connection again. So I'm super excited to have, have these opportunities to go do that. Uh, and then um, if you guys are also um, really enjoying these chats, I encourage you guys to please, you know, subscribe, share with folks that helps those alg algorithms. And um, if you want to work more closely with us, um, right now, I think the Dreamtime Healing Project is full, but uh, I invite you guys to check out the Quantum Reality Shift program. And the Quantum Reality Shift program is uh, uh, where I introduce you to methods to unravel your quantum entanglements. So uh, those quantum entanglements are those patterns that we're seeing on the out on the outer nesting dolls of of um, you know behind the physical reality that are informing the here and now on a subconscious level. So a lot of times we're we're in a cycle of repeating a life a, a past life pattern, a wounding pattern. Um, sometimes we you know we can't see the trees through the the trees through the forest of our own lives with a particular kind of decision we have to make. You know there's all sorts of things like this and that um that we address in, in different ways of of unraveling things so we have one of foundations class which is like energetic hygiene but also uh uh showing you ways to dissolve energy within yourself stuff like this and then we also the another part of it is learning how to rock the multi-dimensional forgiveness practice i highly encourage every human on this planet to check that out because everybody can come to a place of compassion and forgiveness within themselves and it's not about ego driver power over dynamics forgiveness this is about going you know connecting with the pure life force energy interdimensionally that is imbuing your bio suit and going into the um the timeless realms to and work with energies so you're unraveling uh blame games on an energetic subconscious energetic level with the forgiveness practice and we'll do that in groups and then, uh, and then the uh, the third piece to that are activations. We'll do once a month activations where we download encodements and digest them, clear energies, get some guidance, have some opportunities to ask questions, stuff like this. So the quantum reality shift is something I'm really excited about because people are the people are doing it and they are shifting. Yay! Uh, I had some beautiful feedback from a dear starshine uh oh just just recently actually and what she noticed that shifted in her life was that she could not um every time she would actually stand up for herself and set healthy boundaries every time she would do it um she would feel guilty and ashamed for having to do it right and that life pattern she said has shifted for her she's actually you know setting her boundaries with no emotional charge she's totally cool about it it's <laughs> no more guilt and shame anymore so and, and imagine how that's impacting her life now she can have healthy boundaries with people without the energy exchange going on right so um so it's inner changes like that that start to happen that have a direct impact on how you experience your outer world encourage you guys to check that out yeah dear sister cosmic one she says um gift of light is march 12th through the 13th in columbus yeah and you, you, she has a great website guys too uh where it, t it talks about the nearby hotels and directions and all the logistical information you need is there 
and then Stoneworks Wellness. I love the name of that. So uh, uh, dear uh, Sister Starshine in Erie PA has a place called Stonework Wellness. And this is where she she's a um, psychic intuitive and shamanic and all that, but she also um, deals with crystals and healing stones and uh, healing other kinds of healing technologies like the Chi machine and the Healy uh, and stuff like this. So she's got this really cool gig going on that, you know, I feel like it's, a, um, you know, us multidimensionals, we're taking like the the higher truths of the, of the new age world and like taking it to a whole other level. So I think their Starshine is one of those that's doing that. Uh, so, and that's going to be on March 19th. It's a healers and advisors event. Okay, that would be awesome to see you guys in person there. I'm actually going to be offering little mini sessions at that one, um, not at the not at the Gift of Light show, but at the Stoneworks Wellness. I'll be offering little mini sessions with that, um, just to help support. You know, it's star seed support for you guys. However, whatever is needed to help support you in your process and your in your movement uh, journey home to yourself. So um, if you guys are interested in the quantum reality shift, Beverly, I don't know if you're here, but if you can post the link for quantum reality shift, I encourage you guys, encourage you guys to check that out too. Um, I'm so excited about it because, uh, you know, it was something new that I launched and I wasn't sure how it would um, going to pull off, but the group energy doing things in group is really proving to be very powerful, very potent for everybody involved. And what's great about it is that you can be as close or as, or as um, um, uh, you know, close or as far away as you want to. Like some people are kind of shy and they want to keep their distance from a group. And other people like to just be right up in there in the action. And when we do things in groups like this, it allows for all those personalities to find a comfortable place within the group energy as we do this we're unwinding work together. So I'm, I'm, uh, this, was a, this was a test thing. And um, with the feedback that I've gotten, I'm so I'm so I'm so stoked about it to be able to offer it to you guys because it's very it's affordable and it's something that um, you know it's community support, and and that's what we need because this is a we game. It's not a me game anymore. Though the more cut off that we make ourselves, the more we suffer. The more um, we buy into being an island, the more we um, alienate others. We alienate ourselves, and we're hindering the we awakening process when we do that all right darlings <sighs> what a beautiful day oh my gosh blue sky outside holy moly oh, i'm gonna have to go for a walk uh, so where i'm in uh, ohio northern ohio and if you guys know the area it is very very cloudy here like all winter long and so so to see blue skies and sun it's absolutely it's like a it's a holiday <laughs> it's like woohoo <laughs> Anyway, that's it for me, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I appreciate all of you and your participation in the live chat and all of you guys who are watching the recording. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you have thoughts or other kinds of things that you want to um, introduce into the potential conversation conversation next week, I encourage you guys to check out Multidimensional Human on Telegram. That is a group that has a side group where you can comment to posts and stuff. I look in there and, and, and develop, uh, you know, the different things we're going to talk about in that platform. And then also, um, if you're cool with if you're cool with Facebook, still um, there is a group called Rise of the Multidimensional Human. You can join as well. You must answer all three entry questions in order to get entry. I know it's a pain in the butt, but we want to know who you are. We want you know what I mean? I mean, it's not deeply personal, you know, prying information. 
we just want to get a well-rounded idea or a little bit of idea of who you are. And if, if you're not willing to answer the questions, then how, what other ways would you not be willing to show up? So it's just, you know, it's a, it's a way to start building mutual respect because it's a conscious community and everybody's allowed to have their opinion, no matter how much they may contrast. Okay. So I encourage you guys to check out that community as well. And if you guys like the real controversial stuff, um, we have a, an offshoot group called Soul um, Empowered Souls and Free Thinkers Alliance. That's the stuff where we post things that usually get censored or fact checked and stuff like this. Um, and that way it doesn't affect our home group, Rise the Multidimensional Human on Facebook, because uh, what's happened is that that group, we've been slammed a few times because, gee, wouldn't you know, they can't fact check the, um, someone's story about meeting a fairy in a, in a notch in a tree. Okay, there you go. So, you know, that's the whole nature of our engagement <laughs> with, with, you know, this is how we engage reality. It's like, of course, there's a fairy in the notch in the tree. <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, that's not a reality that Facebook accepts as, you know, accepts as a valid thing. So I encourage you guys to post the controversial stuff in the sister group. Let's keep our rise group, uh, you know, as clean as possible and as respectful as possible. And then, uh, then I just chime in, tune in, ask you guys questions, and we cultivate, we cultivate uh, things to talk about here. So thank you, thank you again, everybody. I shall see you next time. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye bye. <laughs>